Welcome in to another edition of the Savvy Citizen Podcast. I'm Adam Gobb. Today on the show, we've got GEMS paramedics, Ryan and Kelly Probst, and all four of their children are here to tell us a little bit about the extraordinary adventures they took in 2022. They hit up all 41 of North Carolina state parks, and they're here to tell us why they decided to take on this challenge and why you might want to follow in their footsteps. Okay, so from what I understand, you guys are outdoor experts. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about what your family has been doing. I hear you that guys have been going on hikes from every North Carolina state park. How long have you guys been doing that? The uh, whole last year. All of Wow, you did all of that in a year? Are you done? You've done all of them? Yeah. So tell me a little bit about what it's like to hike every single North Carolina State Park. Hard. Do you carry a backpack with you when you go hiking? Um, they, uh, mom and dad do. So you guys are pack free. Have you ever practiced using a compass and a map? Yeah, I have. You have? How, how do you do it? So you put the compass in the way that you're wanting do it and then you turn it to the little dial thing to match the way that it's pointing. You gotta line everything up to magnetic north, right? Yeah. If, if one of your friends had never been hiking before, what would you tell them? Would you say, don't do it? Or would you say, it's not that bad, you can do it? It's not that bad. What, do you, what would you tell them to convince them that they should definitely go hiking? It's fun. Let's take a break to hear a word from our sponsors. No, wait, just kidding. We don't have sponsors. These are just some cool things happening in and around Gaston County. Want to know what's coming up in the month ahead? Check out our Looking Ahead videos, produced each month in both English and in Spanish. We feature key dates, events you'll want to mark your calendars for, and so much more. Watch them on demand on the Gaston County Government YouTube page. Find them in the Ion Gaston playlist. Welcome, Ryan and Kelly Probst. Um, we just got finished interviewing your children <laughs> about what you guys have been doing for the past year. So tell us a little bit about um, this family challenge that you've been doing over the past year. And it sounds like you've completed it, correct? Yes, we completed it. We hiked all of the state parks in North Carolina in 2022. That's amazing. So what inspired you to do this? Um, we like to go on adventures and we try to always do like a big trip every year. And we just wanted to see what North Carolina had to offer for the year. So we just all throughout the year, we went to the different places. We had a book week to two week long trips to go out and especially out to the coast. There's a lot out there. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think uh, of the two of us, Elizabeth is definitely the hiking aficionado, although um, during COVID, we really started to get into it because it's one of those things that's like, okay, you can't go out and like be around people in close quarters. So it's a perfect time to like go out and just kind of explore. And there's so much to do in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you guys always been into hiking and outdoorsy stuff? Oh, yeah. Even before just starting this, that's probably how we got into it is um, 
we would always go up to South Mountain. That's actually where I took Kelly on our first date. Oh, wow. So we went up and hiked to the um, High Shoals Falls at South Mountain State Park. And then over the years, we've just done it more and more. And then we went into a um, visitor center. And um, in there, they have these books, and they're called the Passport Books. So um, they have all the state parks in North Carolina in them, and they tell you exactly where they're at, what kind of hiking trails they have, um, and um, if they have waterfalls and such as that. So um, we saw that, and they used to do a thing with the Passport Book where if you hike so many of them, you'd get a prize that they would send you. Okay. And then if you'd completed them all in a year, you would get this whole big thing that they sent you for it. And, of course, the year before we go to do this, they cut that out. But no. no. <laughs> we still decided to go ahead and do it because we thought that would be a good thing to go make memories with our kids with. Well, now your prize is being a ho- uh, guest on the Savvy Citizen podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know what the prize was otherwise, but I feel like this is not a good backup prize. (laughs) Uh, It's better than nothing, I guess. (laughs) Well, tell us a little bit about hiking with kids. Um, Had you brought your kids on hiking trips in the past, and did you have to do any convincing or uh, education about safety before y'all went out? Uh, Yeah, we all, um, of course, I've got Tristan. He's the oldest, so um, he's in Boy Scouts. So he kind of knows about that stuff, too, because I was in Boy Scouts whenever I was a kid so um it's always been kind of in the blood to do it and then I got Kelly into it whenever I started dating her so um she kind of kept the ball rolling and maybe <laughs> pushed it along a little bit more because nice. she she's more of the let's go do this stuff and now I'm more of let's sit on the couch <laughs> like our kids so. have been brought up on the trails though like like Tristan like he said you know from his we from carrying them to, you know, taking their first steps on the trails. Like, so wow. literally all of them have been on the trails pretty much their whole entire life. And so. what are their ages right now? Uh, Kylie is five. Taylor is nine. Rylan is 11. And Tristan is 14. So what's your, what's a, what kind of hikes are you doing that are family friendly for everyone in your family? Are they like, how long, when do you plan to start? What's the temperature that you try to shoot for? So for our family, it's a little bit different than probably some other people's family. Um, it doesn't matter what time of year, what the weather. I mean, we don't really like to go in the rain if we can help sure. it. But um, we've been on hikes in the snow, um, and all of them hike. It's And if they're able to walk, they're able to hike. So mm. um, even if it's a strenuous trail, we just take our time and go up. But um, – for other people, I would say just start with whatever you're comfortable with, even if that's just going to, you know, like Post and Park here in Gaston County mm-hmm. and just walking their trails. You can start there and then work your way up. Mm-hmm. And what do y'all do for fun while you're on the trails? I mean, I know hiking is fun in itself, but so do, you, do you have any games that you play or songs or things like that? Um, we just try to, you know, look for wildlife mm-hmm. and um, just characteristic things on the trail be it small waterfalls off the side of the mountain or, um, you know, if we're hiking down a beach or something and you know, looking out in the water, see if we see who's the first person to see a dolphin or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know really of any games or anything. Those are more reserved for the car rides over to the, <laughs> gotcha. the state parks. That's so, definitely the more boring part. <laughs> yeah, uh, and we spent a lot of time this past year in the car traveling between parks. So 
my daughter will will sometimes try to do I spy on the trail and she'll like I spy something green and like come on Hannah <laughs> yeah those I spy games they you run out of stuff pretty quick on that one now at Carver's Creek we did have a scavenger hunt that they gave us yeah we there were certain things around the trail they had picked out that you had to look for okay so um and certain state parks will do that too like you know they'll give like they have kid things and they have like junior ranger programs we never really done them but back to like you know like what we do on the trails you know like we feel like a lot of our laughter and our memories do come from that because it's just their their chance to get out and just cut loose and be loud and Mm -hmm. you know get away from school and us get away from work so you know it's just a lot of memories that you can just make through just hearing them laugh and stuff too how long have you guys both been at gems i've been at gems for 14 years in may then I have been total 16, something like that. 15 or 16. I had left for a year uh, during COVID and came back, so roughly 15, 16. And what, are, what do y'all do with GEMS? Both paramedics. Awesome. Is that how you guys met? We met in paramedic school. Wow. Okay. So, which was in here in Gaston County because we went to Gaston College. Are <laughs> <laughs> so you both Gaston County natives? Uh, and we actually live in Lincoln County. Okay. So, and that's where I've been all my life. And, she came from down in Texas, but oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> so going out to the different state parks, I mean, I assume that you had hiked a fair number of them before, kind of going through and saying, "All right, we're going to tackle what forty-one of them all in yep. one year." Um, did you have a favorite, and were there any that surprised you that like had some things that maybe you weren't expecting? So as far as favorites, we got asked that a lot, like on our trails, because we did make T-shirts that had you know, what we were doing on it. And a lot of people did ask us like what our favorite is. And it's hard to pin down a favorite with so much in North Carolina. How how many state parks did you say there? 41. Oh my gosh. So you, it's actually broke down into the coastal, the Piedmont and the mountains. So if we had to pick for each of those, it's a little bit easier. Like, you know, as far as coastal, like we loved Jockey's Ridge and that's just a huge sand dune. That's all it is. And Mm. like for what miles, isn't it? Like it's pretty big. It's huge. And then, like, you know, as far as Piedmont, it would probably be, like, Carver's Creek or Raven Rock, one of those two. And then, you know, for the mountainous, you know, Elk Knob or – and then, of course, you have, like, you know, your favorite waterfall. And, yeah. You know, and so <laughs> – What is your favorite waterfall? Gorgeous. It's a hike, though. <laughs> yeah, it's a long way up there there. What's a long hike to you? A long hike is anything probably over four, four miles. That's pretty okay. long. Do you do any hiking as part of uh, – or – Camping is part of um, going out and doing hiking or? Uh, tent camping, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I went and got me a 28-foot travel trailer. So There's a smart man right yes, there. Tent <laughs> camping's out. I did enough of that in scouts. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be comfortable now whenever That's I go. Right. So, But not all the state parks offer RV camping. Mm-hmm. So, and Some of them don't even offer tent camping unless it's like backpacking stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, But we went to we would take and find a state park that was in the middle of several of them mm-hmm. that offered rv parking and use that as a hub to go out to each one on different days oh that's a good idea the hardest one probably to get to was dismal swamp and it was that's not that's, a very uplifting name <laughs> it, yeah um but yeah it, it's exactly what it says it's a swamp and it smells horrible and there's lots of nasty water and it is right, and when I say right on the state line of Virginia and North Carolina, mm-hmm. it is right on the line. It's like a mile up the road, and you're in Virginia. 
So wow. We like our camping, and we do other camping trips, and mm-hmm. um, we certainly use our camper quite a bit throughout the beach camping season. So now it's shut down because it's awful cold outside, but <laughs> um, it's an experience, I guess you'd say. Let's talk a little bit more about gear, because I think outdoorsy people are a little bit gearheads. They kind of yeah. love their gear. So you got the camper. Mm-hmm. What other stuff do you bring that makes your camping hiking experience super um, comfortable? We try to go out on gear because I'm not going to be uncomfortable when doing <laughs> this stuff. So a good pair of hiking shoes is like one of the main things. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be the hiking boots, but a good pair of tennis shoes or something that, that, that makes a world of difference in socks. Um, if your feet get wet, you're going to be hurting. So, um, and then as far as other things, it's just a backpack big enough for our family. Of course, it's a pretty big backpack because we're going to have plenty of water and that gets pretty heavy, but, um, that's why we tend to run out of water, (laughs) uh, just because, you know, we go through so much of it and it's hard to carry a lot of water. Mm -hmm. Um, and all the kids have their own backpack and they're called the camelback backpacks. So they have the water in them. Um, their uncle actually, we told him about that we were going to be doing this in 2022. So for Christmas of 21, he bought them all the Camelback backpacks for Christmas. Oh, that's awesome. And nice. um, hiking sticks. We do not recommend hiking sticks. For yeah, I don't recommend it for the kids. Do they turn into swords? or Swords and <laughs> just a problem is what they turn into. It, it was more of we carried them. Yeah, we oh. yeah, so we're carrying a handful of hiking sticks and trying to carry our own. So. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Kids are already pretty low to the ground. They don't have far to fall. Yeah. <laughs> so um, other stuff would be just the stuff we put in the backpack, like snacks. We always make sure we have plenty of snacks. Nice. We don't need somebody's blood sugar dropping out on this trail, and mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. one of them got to be carried out or something. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, first aid kits also a must because well, I don't know how many Band-Aids we went through on <laughs> – the trails just because falling scuffing hands and yeah. stuff like that. Um, what are what are the main things that you recommend people keep in a camping, hiking, or, or you know, a first aid kit? First aid kit. Um, just anything for basic first aid, like Band-Aids, smaller bandages, um, alcohol preps to clean off wounds, mm-hmm. maybe some Neosporin type stuff to put on it. Um, baby wipes. Uh, baby wipes is a big thing. We went through mm. uh, several boxes of those. Um, and those are good just to, for wiping uh, wiping sweat off your brow because yeah. <laughs> it's nice and cool to begin with. Um, that's all we really carry is just, you know, the, it's just a small little thing, just something that's not real heavy, just yeah. to you know mm-hmm. tie you over till you get off the trail. Mm-hmm. We also would carry um, Walmart bags, like the plastic bags, yeah, um, for your own trash, and then we would also pick up trash on the trail that other mm-hmm. people had left. Because there's nothing that I can't stand more than to walk out on that trail yeah. and see where people's thrown down bottles or cans or just wrappers from their snacks or yeah. whatever. So we would pick those up and take them back to the end of the trail and throw them away. I've heard a lot of different people talk about like trail etiquette. Like there's kind of rule, like understood rules that everyone follows on the trail. Tell us a little bit about some of those things that y'all try to practice. Uh, we try to move, like, you know, move over to the right, you know, if we see other people, kind of like just like with the road. Um, so that they can pass. Yeah. 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 And I think it's more of like if you're coming down, they get kind of the right of way to mm-hmm. people going up. So 
Um, it could be wrong. That's just how we do it. Yeah. How everybody else, we kind of notice do it as well. Yeah. And, um, like, if you're coming up on somebody, don't walk right up on their heels and, you know, stand in their back pocket. Just kind of give them some space. And usually people will notice you behind them and move mm-hmm. to the side and stop and let you go on by. Mm-hmm. Um, and we try to practice that because, you know, with kids tying shoes and um, – any other little problems that may come up, we stopped a lot to let other people go around us because, you know, you don't hold other people up and you don't want them holding you up. Um, and as far as anything else, um, just, you know, leaving it better than what you found it. Mm-hmm. Don't be um, pulling flowers off of other plants. and mm-hmm. um, like Moving more, rocks. Yeah, moving rocks and making other things fall or st- big stumps or stuff, cutting off limbs and stuff that uh, it just – makes it where people, you know, kind of turn their nose up to it instead of actually seeing the beauty in it. Mm. So, and then we try to always follow the thing of we're not going to leave our trash out there. Um, And I hate to say it, but during COVID, it got worse just because, you know, people trying to get out and those people that go out on the trails don't really know that etiquette as well. So they – be it ignorance or just not caring, they would throw more stuff down on the ground. So mm-hmm. that's we actually experienced that at what um, one of the higher ones we went to. There was like a family, like a huge family out there, and like while it was like still fruit peels, like they were just throwing them onto the rock, like this mm-hmm. huge rock that you were at. That, that was like a what, which one was that? It was like huge overlook we went. Oh, to. was it Stone Mountain State? Park? Yeah, Stone Mountain. So we were up there, and then like this family's just sitting there, and you know they're just letting their kids, like you know our kids' age, just throw, like, orange peels and banana peels, and they just left it. Wow. And it's like you're so high up in elevation, you know, like, it's animals gonna, aren't yeah. going to come out there, so it's just going to have to, like. And it's also going to stay colder up there, so yeah. things don't decompose as fast as they would, yeah. like, say, here. Yeah. So. Um, and maybe banana peels aren't good for the animals that live yeah. there. Yeah. Bananas yeah. aren't native to <laughs> Atlanta. <Right. so> <laughs> yeah. Maybe they're not supposed to eat those. Yeah. yeah. So, But it just um, made it look real trashy out there uh, essentially and yeah. kind of like you know that's a that's a beautiful area it's got a beautiful view and then you just walk out there and it's just nothing but trash or mm. food peels or whatever so yeah it's kind of like a we had to leave because so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. i don't do well with people you know kind of disrespecting nature and stuff so sure um i have to just walk away before <laughs> i open my mouth let's say that way um so and then the only other etiquette I can think of out there is um, just because somebody else has etched their name into a tree or a, uh. a board or something doesn't mean you need to. So, <laughs> um, I um, and the graffiti just it just takes over and it looks horrible. But yeah. you know, people still going to do what people do. So um, we've never etched our name into anything. So it's just one of those things that maybe if other people hear that kind of aggravates others that they won't do it but i don't know maybe (laughs) let's take a break to hear a word from our sponsors oh wait just kidding we don't have sponsors these are just some cool things happening in and around gaston county if you're a fan of country music you're not going to want to miss this the Gaston County Public Library is hosting free showings of each of the eight episodes of the Ken Burns documentary series, Country Music, each Tuesday in February and March. The free showings are at 6 p.m. in the Carol Reinhardt Auditorium. 
So, I mean, 41 parks in, in one calendar year. What's next for you guys? And we're, we're now in early 2023. Are, are you taking a little bit of a break? Are you setting sights on going out of state? Um, so we don't know what we're going to do yet this year, which is kind of all for us. I think that, you know, we kind of felt lost after we did do all that because mm-hmm. it was just like literally like that's what our year consisted of. Like, so then this year we've, we've usually already had everything planned, but uh, the only thing we're really looking at this year is we want to travel the entire Blue Ridge Parkway from wow. the beginning to the end and, you know, camp during it and just hit all the overlooks and stuff to see what it has to offer. Because what time of year are you thinking of doing that? We don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a clue. And the only problem with that is, is that means tent camping because there's, oh, boy. there's very few RV sites around that. So okay. that's going to mean tent camping. So we're going to have to talk about that. <laughs> I sense that someone is a lot more excited about tent camping than the other. Yeah. I'm just, I just She just likes to go with the flow and I think more about the comfortability of it. Mm. Especially when you wake up the next morning and you're like, I have to go hiking, and now my whole body feels stiff as a board. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and I know her, it's going to be, it don't matter, like I said, it only ain't going to matter what time of year it is. So, we're either going to be froze or sweating, one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> How far down does the does the Blue Ridge go? 300-something miles. No, it's like 400-something miles. Wow. So, on the other side of Asheville, up to um, Virginia. Virginia somewhere. So. It's pretty far. Yeah, pretty far. So, and then you add that in with the regular beach trip that we usually do every year, and then the other big trip we do every single year, <laughs> and it's going to be a lot of miles on the car. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be all right. Anything else about kind of the experience um, with your kids uh, that you wanted to be able to, to share with listeners? I mean, it's just it's such a cool story and, and something that – Obviously, as we talk to them and talk to you guys, I mean, it's something that they're going to remember for the rest of their lives for sure. Yeah. Um, only thing I can say for the listeners is if they're thinking about doing it, just just do it. Um, we when we first come up with the idea. I was like, I don't know if we can do that in a whole in a year, all of them. Um, but she worked it out, and it happened. And so. We had lots of obstacles that hit us, like I hurt my ankle and tore my a tendon in it, so that put us down for what. Two and a half months. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then and we then ended up with COVID, so that we, put us out for a while. Yeah, we wow. had COVID, and then we lost my grandma. We were supposed to go on a two-week trip out to the coast, and I lost my grandmother. I'm sorry. And in the middle of that, so we had to push it back a little bit just to, and then we had to, like, make an extra trip. So it was always, like, different obstacles that hit us, like, in the midst of it all. But yeah. we finished, what, December yeah, We finished with, like, two weeks to go. Yeah. So. Wow. Wow, you guys are... Go-getters. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I'm really impressed. Yeah, towards the end, we were still at, like, what, the 20 to 30, and we were like, we're never going to make this. And then we just really started setting to it and, you know. Yeah, because we started on January 1st. With the New Year's South, hike. Yeah, with a New Year's hike at South Mountain State Park. And then we finished up at the Gorges on December 20th. Yeah, like the 13th or 15th. 13th, something. Yeah. And then she... For good measure, she drug me back up to South Mountain about a week later. Just Aww. so we could make sure we could get another one in there. Wait, nice. tell them why we went up there. Oh, well, the waterfall was frozen. But, wow. Um, so I so, had to go see it. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So, but, yeah, um, that's the only thing I can say is if you – it sounds like a lot, and it is, but at the same time, the memories that you make and just getting out and 
doing something instead of nothing, it's just worth it. Don't let the trails, like, scare anybody off either because there uh-huh. will be, like, we learned through this journey. Like, we did a lot of, what, moderate and strenuous. Like, they're mm-hmm. marked easy, moderate, strenuous. Right. But, like, strenuous is more so, like, you know, you're going to have more rocks that you have to climb over and stuff like that, you know. And, you know, kids can do it. Like, a lot of people will be like, oh, my child would never do that. Well, Kylie, she's five, mm-hmm. and she did she, – we didn't carry her not one time. Wow. So she did all the trails and, wow. you know – it, like like Ryan said earlier, you have to go slower, but sure. you know, um, and it requires more patience. And but I mean, still, like the the memories that they got to get out of it as well, you know. And mm-hmm. so yeah, definitely, it's. I think it's you know, if anybody does consider it, do it because it is a memory. Like you know, and so many of our memories are on the trails. And yeah. So and then the only other fact I got is, um, over this last year when we were doing this, we hiked over ninety six miles of trails. So, and that five-year-old did it, so. Yeah, so if the five-year-old can do it. if the five-year-old can do 96 (laughs) miles on a trail, I think most anybody else could do it. We're not, we're not into shaming here at Savvy Citizen, but if you've got goals for the new year, like I do for getting more active, the five-year-old just hiked 96 miles last year, Adam, get with it. Well, before we sign off, I have a sidebar, because I'm actually going camping and hiking at South Mountain State Park this weekend. Oh, oh fun. Yeah. yeah, and it's going to be below freezing. <laughs> but I have the gear. Oh, well. I have the gear, so it's okay. I've got a cold weather sleeping bag. But the one thing I want to ask you guys about, because I don't know if this is a good idea, I'm considering doing a cold water plunge because I know there's a bunch of little streams. None of them are deep enough where you would actually go swimming. So it's more of just a dip your body in and get out. Mm-hmm. Is this a bad idea? It's below freezing. Well, maybe not during the day. During the day, it's going to be like 40 degrees. Yeah. I'd I save say it for like before you're leaving. <laughs> Either that or start a campfire before you get, in, get back out for that. But yeah, um, they have an awesome campground up there. And they also have um, a bathhouse there, which mm-hmm. has hot water and showers and all that. So you'll, you'll probably be okay. Okay. Can you so tell me at some point that you did a hiking trip years ago and ended up with hypothermia? I didn't actually have hypothermia, oh, but okay. it was I, it was it was maybe close. <laughs> <laughs> I did the I did the it was actually snowing and we pitched our tent on top of the snow and I ended up sleeping. Everyone else was kind of sardined in the back of the tent and I was the one at the foot by the entrance mm-hmm. and I got really cold. But someone and we unzipped our sleeping bags and we got in together and we cuddled and my friend warmed me up. Yeah, it didn't take much to get it, but um, yeah, the campground's right on the creek, so it's, if you're, um, is it backpack, backpack camp? Yep. Okay, you're probably going to be up on the top end then, so you're not going to have a bathhouse up there. No. So, um, <laughs> yeah, um, I would start the camp. <laughs> and that way you have a way to warm up whenever you get done. Okay, and maybe maybe do it on the way out. Yeah, um, the water really and truthfully, that water is cold. It doesn't matter what time of year you go up there. True. So um, usually the water temperature stays about the same year round. So it's the stuff on top that's real cold whenever it's cold outside. So right. the actual water moving underneath mm-hmm. usually stays about the same temperature. So you probably really won't. I mean, it's going to be cold, but you probably won't get real cold till you get out of the water. So. Yeah. Yeah, my, my husband is also a Boy Scout, Eagle Scout, mm-hmm. and he was like, well, if you do it, you just got to dry off immediately when you <laughs> <Yeah>. get out. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, your brain's going to take over on that one. You're not going to have to worry about that. Yeah. So. 
<laughs> you sound a little bit like my daughter because like we we would go to the beach and even when she was like four or five it'd be like february she's like i want to get in the water it's like no you don't understand how cold it is she's like don't care water <laughs> <laughs> that's something we tried to do with them they'd always see water and they'd be like well go touch it then like, yeah, so yeah. Just, just go touch it just so you can yeah. see but i'm not saying that i'm gonna do it i'm gonna go touch it and see <laughs> if i want to do it but yeah. I just want to make sure that I'm not doing something absolutely stupid. Uh, <laughs> as long as you're just smart about it and not sitting in it forever and stuff like that, I think you'll be fine. But um, yeah, I'd probably wait till I, I, I wouldn't do it. But, you know, I'm not one for cold water either, so um, unless I have to. But well, I don't feel discouraged, so thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think you'll be all right. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't get the wow. That's a terrible idea from the two paramedics. So. No, just from my husband. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. well, they say that the cold water plunge stuff for so long every day is a good thing for like mental health and for um, your body anyway. So, um, I think doing it just one time and being smart about it wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, I'm not gonna drown because it's too shallow, and <laughs> yeah. I'm da- I'm bringing a lot of hand warmers. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my father and mother in law just did a cruise to Antarctica, and they did a polar plunge. Oh my they? gosh! Yeah, I'm like, are you both trying to have a stroke? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> How they, did they like it? They showed us the video, and they're like, it was so cold, like it almost got past the stinging, like to the point where it's like you almost couldn't feel it because it was so cold. Wow. Um, but they actually. They, the cruise line that they went with, they have somebody there in like the full like wetsuit and is like mm-hmm. there as like a lifeguard because they've had people go out and like, I can do this. And then they just like freeze up and like yeah. fall over. Because it, it takes your breath away. That, that kind of cold water just, it, you cannot breathe. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've read online, that the biggest risks are drowning because mm-hmm. your body seizes up. And if you're yep. in a deep water, then you might not be able to swim like you normally do. Mm-hmm. Um, also, when you get in, you <gasps> yep. yeah. and you could inhale water. And the other big risk is heart attack. Yeah. Apparently, um, because it's such a shock to your system yeah. that it it can happen. But apparently if you don't put your face in, there's slightly less risk of some of yeah. that. But um who knows? The heart attack thing, I would see more of you've probably already got a bunch of risk factors yeah. yeah. factors in that. So um I would say that'd probably be the lower one on the like if you were a chain smoker and a yeah. big alcoholic, <laughs> I wouldn't suggest doing it. But yeah, you know, somebody healthy, I'd, probably it's not going to be that big a deal. Cool. Well, thank you both for your professional opinion on my <laughs> on my personal matter. <laughs> and we want to thank you guys for coming in for joining us on the podcast, uh, sharing your story with everybody, and uh, wish you guys uh, the best of luck in your new adventures in 2023. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate thank it. you. Thank you. The Savvy Citizen Podcast is a production of the Gaston County Communications Office. It is hosted by Janet Schaefer and Adam Gobb, and its senior field correspondent is Elizabeth McGee. Editor and producer is Joshua Braswell. Coming up next week on the show, we're concluding our two-part series with the Human Resources Department. Join us as we discuss the strategies used in retaining current employees, how the county is being made attractive to potential employees, and the ways in which Gaston County is adapting to the changing job market.